This podcast is brought to you by SensuousWife.com. Sensuous Wife is passionate about helping you unleash your passion. They're here to help you release the beautiful pleasure potential in your marriage. Sensuous Wife understands that there's so much more to sex than just physical stimulation and response, and they want to help you really connect. You'll find upscale products to help you overcome pain, enhance your boudoir, and increase your pleasure. Let SensuousWife.com help you enjoy a physical, emotional, and spiritual connection. Come see them at SensuousWife.com forward slash Hitched for special discounts through October 4th. Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. Uh, You wrote an article a while back with uh, your friend and colleague, Brian Parker, and it was on the topic of the genitalia and the perception for men and women and how that differs. And so it got tons of traffic, tons of traffic. And so I thought it was a good idea then to expand that conversation and bring it to the podcast format and offer people a little bit more information. And, you know, some of it will be repeat, but that's fine too. So uh, let's talk some some genitalia here today. Ooh, and you know, <laughs> Steve, as we discussed before this, I'm really surprised that people are so interested in this topic. I never thought there would be that much interest. Um, so that's good. That's good that people want to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, to, to kick things off, um, you know, there's, for some people, there's like an ick factor to it. Some people are really comfortable with it. Some people aren't. But the the topic that uh, was brought up in the article itself was really more along the lines of, of gender perception of it. Um, and, you know, men, and, and I'm talking generalities here, you know, some men are comfortable, some men are not. Um, and, and I think it was brought up that, you know, when men aren't comfortable, they're, they're feeling that maybe they're not big enough. Um, and women, uh, would, it was brought up that women just sometimes just ignore that area of their body. Um, is genital image really something the average couple needs to worry about? Well, I don't think it's, um, like on the surface, like some couples, it does become an issue, but I think that's the rare exception. However, there's a lot of subtle messaging that we get about our genitals that can affect people in the bedroom, but not in a huge, huge manner. When you take a look at the penis, the penis is the ultimate sign of, a, of manlyhood. And if you take a look at, you know, men have this relationship with their penis and, and it, it, you know, men are, even if they aren't thinking about it every single day, men tend to worry about the length of their penis while they're in the middle of sex, their endurance, you know, how hard their penis is, how long it stays hard. So there's all these factors that are always going on with men, even though they're not maybe consciously thinking about it all the time. It's always something that's underlined. Whereas women, 
they tend to worry about things like how it looks. They don't like how it looks. And a lot of women want to have sex with the lights off because they don't want their guy to look, which is ironic because men love to look. I mean, if there's one thing I could say to women, just put the lights on and let them take a good look because men really dig that. But also, you know, there's the things from social social messaging that, oh, your vagina smells and you better douche and all that stuff. The women have this. You know, they they have this perception that it's always dirty, and and it makes them feel ashamed. And so, this is not something, Steve, that comes up in the bedroom, or that people <laughs> consciously think about. Subtly, I would say that yes, in in a lot of ways, how we perceive our genitals does have an effect on the average couple. So, yeah. Okay, and I mean, you brought that up about how men like to look, and that's something that I think there's an article on the website on hitchmag.com about men being visual creatures, and I definitely know it's something we've talked about in the past in the podcasts. Um, Trina, th- one of the other things is that was brought up in the the most recent article about the genitalia was the perception that men have and the comfort that men have, um, and the the difference uh, based on gender. Uh, you, can you talk about that a little bit? Well, it's just men from a very early age have a relationship with their penis. So my son, at the age of, I think, three months, he was whipping his little hands around. All of a sudden, he found his penis. And you should have seen the look on his face, Steve. <laughs> when my, my three-month-old son found his penis, he was like, hey, this is pretty nice, and I like this. And, you know, because it's, it's out there and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to access, you know, men have this relationship with their penis from the very start. And as I've already said, um, men grow up in our society to understand that this is the symbol of their manhood. Now, women, on the other hand, it's not as easy to access and um, there's a lot of negative social messaging for women around their vaginas. So what happens with women is they have this non-existent or negative relationship with their vagina and because of it, when they walk into the bedroom, they don't understand that, you know, what it takes to be fully aroused. So as you and I have already discussed, for a man to become fully aroused, his penis takes about 30 seconds to two minutes to become fully engorged and erect. Where the woman's orgasmic platform takes a minimum 10 minutes to become engorged. Um, now, a lot of times we just assume that when the man and woman walk into the bedroom that when he gives her a clitoral, clitoral orgasm that she is sufficiently aroused. And, you know, women can have an orgasm without her orgasmic platform being fully aroused. So the only point is because women have this non-existent relationship with their vaginas and vulvas because of the negative social messaging that they have, um, they don't enjoy sex as much as they possibly can. And because of that disconnect, uh, you know, men and women often find themselves in a frustrated sexual place. So I think that, you know, whereas men have this really great relationship with their penis, even though they might have some insecurities, women have a negative to no relationship with their vulvas and vaginas, which, you know, really creates a bad place or, you know, not not a great place for them to, to enjoy sex as much as they possibly can. Okay. And one of the things that Brian brought up, too, was the fact that 
and, and you mentioned it with your son, which is uh, it's easily accessible and it's easy for men to see what they've got at a very early age where, where there's a bit of a mystery for women, right? Yeah, and, but, you know, and I have taught courses, <laughs> Steve, women's sexuality courses, where I've said to the women, okay, your assignment for the next class is to come in with a drawn representation of your vulva. And this is where the women just go, hey, <laughs> this is just too wacky weird for me. There's no way, one, I'm going to go and, you know, draw, go look in the mirror and draw a picture about my vulva. And, and I think to myself, well, if I, if I asked you to go home and draw a picture of your hand, you'd be like, oh, okay, my hand. I'm not that great of a drawer, but I'll do my dress best to draw a picture of my hand but for some reason having to look in a mirror at the at the woman's vulva and then drawing it just is completely just completely wacky and and women they really have to wrap their mind around this and that just shows you the level of disconnect they have from from their vulva now if I asked a man to draw his penis Mm-hmm. Men are probably draw. I mean, you know, men in high school they're constantly drawing pictures of their penises or you know representations of their penis. It, you know, there's lots of drawings of penises, not that many of vulvas. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Okay, so yeah. then a- outside of doodling, uh, what can uh, <laughs> <laughs> what can men and women do to be more comfortable with what they've got? Well, you know. I would say, and I don't know, and I'm, I hope people don't roll their eyes when I give this answer, because <laughs> it's, it's the truth. You know, you may not have exactly what you want, but you have to be grateful for what you have. So there's a lot of people who aren't able to function sexually. You know, they have a erectile dysfunction or they have a dysfunction from their in their vagina where they just aren't able to enjoy the sexual act, aren't able to do it, aren't able to engage. And so if you're that person who, you know, doesn't necessarily like what you have, but you are fully functioning sexually, I just would be very grateful for that. Um, another thing to to start, instead of focusing on what you don't have, always focus on what you can do. So um, men and women can do Kegels. Now, Kegel exercises help strengthen the muscles. So men need to do Kegels as much as women need to do Kegels. So Kegels um, strengthen the vaginal canal. And also, men have the same types of muscles. And as men grow older, these the, the, the muscles, they're called pubococcygeal muscles or PC muscles, they start to become... Um, uh, what's the word? They start to entropy just as much as women do. So, um, men, uh, we all know what the towel test is. Do we all know what the towel t- test is, Steve? Let's break it down no? for everybody. Okay, so the towel <laughs> test is if you were to take a towel and put it on an erect penis, could he, can a man hold that towel up as a man ages? And if he doesn't do his Kegel exercises, um, the towel test, he'll, he'll start dropping the towel. So um, it's important for men and women to start doing their Kegels and start emphasizing that nice toned penis or nice toned vagina. And also, you know, if you don't like what you have, then start emphasizing things that you can do. So I know several men with shorter-than-average penises, and what they've decided to do, instead of focusing 
on the fact that they have a shorter than average penis is to really educate themselves on how to pleasure a woman in all other arenas. And I can promise you that the women that they're pleasuring, because they're not always focusing on intercourse, they're focusing on everything else around intercourse, those women are very, very sexually satisfied. Same with women. You know, if you you don't necessarily like what you have, educate yourself on all the ways that you can give your partner pleasure and yourself pleasure. And, And you'll find that when you start emphasizing the things that you can do with what you have, all of a sudden... Sex is great, and and really, if you're fully functioning, uh, it's a minor, minor part of the sexual act. You know, the intercourse part is great, but all the stuff that goes around it is even better. That's what we always say. What we always say. (laughs) Um, So if 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 you're in a relationship, if you're married, and you are comfortable with what you've got, but you know that your spouse is uncomfortable with what they've got, how do you, how do you bring it up to your uh, partner t- to get them to be more comfortable with their, with their own body? Well, that's, uh, that's a really tough question, Steve. I think, you know, we can never make someone feel something. Sure. But I, um, I think when you go into that conversation, you have to be realistic about what you expect, what you want the outcome to be. So, um, you know, if your partner might just be looking for reassurance. You know what? Your penis size is fine. Your vulva looks great. You know, sometimes they're just looking for, sometimes they just need reassurance that what they have is okay by you. Um, sometimes they, you know, you can ha- suggest, hey, you know what? If you don't, if it's not good enough, maybe we could do this and and, and create ideas about what we, were, what we were just talking about. If it's not what you want, educate yourself on you know different sex techniques, and we can do this. And and if we do this, then it's going to make our sex better. Or um, be careful if you are looking for an honest dialogue, because I find that. When you honestly sit down and talk about, okay, my, you know, my vulva isn't what I want, or my penis isn't what I want, there's really no way to say to that person, it's just fine, um, or it's not just fine, or whatever. But I just think, you know, go into that conversation with a realistic out, outlook on how it's going to occur um, to your partner. I think the best thing to do is just to give reassurance that, you know what, it's just fine by me. And if it's not fine by you, I really don't know how to answer that question. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Trina, this has been a lot of really great information. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. So um, I, I bet people listening, when they started listening to this uh, episode, they weren't expecting to hear about towel tests and, and whipping up a sketch pad. <laughs> but, so I think we offered a few surprises. Um, but I want to thank you very much for your time, as always, Trina. Oh, it's my pleasure, Steve. Uh, I want to give some more information for everybody listening. Dr. Trina Reed has a doctorate in human sexuality. She's also an international speaker and offers free sex tips on her website, bestsextipsever.com. She is also the author of her newest book, Till Sex Do Us Part. And you can find that on her website, trinareed.com. And you can also find all of her information on hitchedmag.com. She's under the experts tab. She posts her blogs on the Married Life Network. 
And you can follow Trina too on uh, Twitter. Uh, her handle is Dr. Trina Reed. And uh, I'm also on Twitter at Hitched Media. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. And until next time, thanks, Trina. Thank you. Okay, bye, everybody. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.